Hi, I'm Amorani. I'm Miss Claire. I'm Meadow. I'm Paula. And, and this, this is a podcast of our lives by FBC Kids. Our identities. So, Paula, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, I am Paula. I am 11 years old, about to be 12. And um, I am blind, of course. Um, my diagnosis is something with do it with my retina. So when my mom gave birth to me, she she gave birth to me a little earlier since um, she was supposed to give birth to me like nine months, but she gave birth to me seven. So um, I so when I was born, um, I didn't know how to breathe, and um, they had to put me in this thing where like a lot of oxygen. Thank you. And then all the oxygen made my retina move. So that's my visual impairment. Mm. And it makes me feel good because, you know, um, I can still see light and shadow, and that's awesome. And it really helps me light and shadow with my blindness because sometimes um, it's hard for me to navigate. It, it, I mean, it would be hard to, for me to navigate with out seeing light and shadows and i am so thankful for my uh, vision teacher um mrs brewster who helps me learn a lot of braille um and everything hey amrani can you tell me some something about yourself so i'm 13 years old i'm gonna be 14 soon and the what i'm diagnosed with is glaucomia and it's like um it decreases your vision pressure or something like that and my parents, um, they took me to a doctor like a few months after I was born because of the whole thing with my eyes moving or something. And that's when they told them. That's nice. And how, how does it make you feel? Um, well, it could be annoying sometimes with having to wear glasses and then misplacing them and everything. Yeah. And... Sadly, I cannot relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, it's not too much of a, um, well, I mean, it makes me feel special in a way. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Meadow, can you tell me something about yourself? Well, my name is Meadow. I am 13. And when I was, I was born with ONH, optic nerve hypoplasia, but my parents didn't know I was born, like, they didn't know I was born with it until my dad started to notice that my eyes kept moving when I would look straight at something. So when I was three, they took me and I found out that I was half blind. I'm blind in my left eye. And basically what ONH is, is it's where your nerves don't work in your eyes. So your eyes don't stop moving. So if I'm looking straight at something, my eyes are going to be moving, so it looks like I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm really just not. I'm kind of in one area, just looks like I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I would say it makes me feel special in a certain way. And it's not a bad thing to me. I don't use it as like a disadvantage because people look at me and they don't think that I'm half blind and that this stuff goes on. They're like, when I tell them, they're like, oh, I didn't know that because you don't look at me and automatically assume certain mm -hmm. things. So I don't use it as a disadvantage. I use it more as an advantage to me. 
because at the end of the day it's not really like a disability quote-unquote at least that's not how I look at it mm -hmm. and that's about it expanded core curriculum okay ladies so do you guys want to talk about the expanded core curriculum and how maybe it impacts different parts of your life? Because I know that's very relevant to somebody who has a visual impairment or is blind. Oh, yes. So um, I have an iPhone and then like, and then all the Apple products have voiceover and that's so fun. Because like um, with voiceover, it just says like, for example, what you're doing. What you're doing. Yes, you're right. So you could be like typing a letter to be like A and B. See, <laughs> and so on and so forth. And then you can switch the voice, and then um, on an iPhone you can also do Zoom, magnifier, and so on. And what part of the expanded core curriculum would that fall under? That would fall in um, maybe technology, mm -hmm. assistive technology. Yeah, wonderful. All right. Does anybody want to talk about maybe O and M? So we use Arcanes or sometimes it just depends on like if you need your cane or not like i'm sure paula you use your cane more than per se like i do yeah because like, like you just walk you just walk around the places like crazy yeah I, mean, I just know where i'm going and i don't use my cane but i know for someone who like can't really like knows where they're going but at the same time can't see where they're going he uses a cane and then yeah. so i mean since you have been going here for about like i've been going here for pretty much like yeah since i was like six Mm -hmm. Oh wow, Three. that's crazy! Yes. And what kind of cane tips do you guys use? I have a marshmallow tip. Me too. I use a car wheel. It's a black tip. It's like a mini mini version of a car wheel. That's why I call it the car wheel. <laughs> and it's probably the only way people get me to use my cane. I just think it's really fun, and it just looks cool. And then people ask you like, "Where'd you get that? What's that?" And I'm like, "This is my fun cane tip that no one else has." Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, ladies. All right, what about career education? And maybe we could talk about what you like to do or where you see yourself in five years. If Amarani, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, things I like to do. I like to read. Mm -hmm. um, where I see myself in five years? Probably college. But when I'm older, no, um, oh my God. I'm hoping to work for NASA or something. Oh, my fun. goodness. Oh, NASA, that's fun. Um. Where I see myself in five years, finishing up high school and then, like, applying for colleges and stuff. And what I want to major in is, like, acting or something of a sort. Because I like to sing. I like to do acting. I'm a musical theater person. <laughs> but I also think if that were to not work out for me, then law school is a definite option for me. Oh, wow. I like to argue with people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd see myself in five years. Um, well, I don't know, maybe uh, graduating from high school and then um, going to college. And then I'd see myself singing and acting because, like, I'm a pretty good singer. And I guess Meta would agree with that. <laughs> uh, all I sing is Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I, can, I can agree with that one. <laughs> um, yeah, Olivia Rodrigo is a really good inspiration singer. I mean, I wouldn't say that she's a bad person, but I, I like her voice. Um, I'd say her voice is pretty talented. Talented, yes. Yeah. And then I like her, so. Very nice. 
Okay, last part of the expanded core curriculum that we'll touch on is self-determination. Do you guys want to tell me what self-determination means to you? Self-determination to me is kind of even if someone or you just someone tells you you can't do something because I feel like that's what people think is that when we go to do something we're like oh they can't do it because obviously they can't see but it's not true personally because it's just it's a determination quality and it's a not giving up even if it doesn't work out the first time it's just keep trying even if you feel like you're never going to get it because at the end of the day it could take a lifetime before you learn to do something mm -hmm. but practice makes perfect and you'll get it at the end of the day absolutely what self-determination means to me is like um keeping yourself on track i guess um where you if no one else supports you you support yourself love that girl power yes <laughs> what self-determination means to me is like like kind of what Mano and Elmorani said like combined because like I mean, I want to stay on track because, like, if I if I do something wrong and people like make fun of me and I it it just makes me feel sad and like I can't do it, but like you know I always try again and then um, since you know I'm blind, I I sometimes like I can't see some some things like on the laundry and stuff like that. Um, it's hard, mm -hmm. but um, if I adapt things for me, it's easier and then. Um, as I said, my vision teacher and my O and M teacher really adapted things for me, and it's so much easier. I I love them so much, and I I give the world to them. Yeah. So it's not about you can't do something. It's just finding a way that makes it accessible for you to be able to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's easier for me, and it makes me feel good that I did something for myself to make to make it better. girl talk okay so we all know how last year was so i want to ask paola how was your last year my last year was okay um we started um online school and then um you know it was like so complicated because like i used to use i had to use a laptop with jaws and jaws gives me like oh it just stays on my nerves it gets out of my nerves and then it's so I mean like I don't like Jaws but I got my brown little touch back and it was so easy for me it was not so easy but it was easier I sometimes had missing work but it was fun when we started <laughs> um uh, I had to be on the computer all day and it was stressful my eyes were kind of hurt because like I had to stay staring on the screen I couldn't put the volume down I mean the brightness down um I sometimes had to be on my phone for classes and then I had an older phone, so it, it was hard. So I'm, I'm gonna say it was 50-50 because there were some down moments in like, in like the online stuff because you know you didn't get to see your friends and it was kind of upsetting. So I'm gonna say my year was a 50-50. Miss -50. Claire, how has COVID affected you last year? Oh, COVID affected me last year because I was a teacher and I had to teach virtually, which was a whole new learning experience for me. It's oh something that I've never done before. 
I've actually never taught before last year, so it was my first year teaching, and I had to learn how to do it virtually. So it was definitely an interesting year. That was worse. That's worse than teaching in class. Yeah, I when year. we returned to the classroom, it, it made me really happy because I definitely enjoy being in person more so than over a screen. I think it's a lot more meaningful. Didn't you say you taught preschool? I did teach preschool. Oh, God. But the upside... But the upside was that you get to wake up a little later. <laughs> there we go. The the silver lining and things, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. How about you, Meadow? How was your year? Um, quarantine. So I was actually on spring break when um the school told us you're not allowed to come back. So Same. I didn't get to finish my sixth grade year, which kind of sucked. So my whole the rest of my sixth grade year was online. And then the summer, actually, we were in quarantine still. But the best part of my quarantine was probably that my niece was born in the summer of um, 2020. So she's a COVID baby, as we like to say. And then school started back up. And we had to be online for our first day, which was really sad, to be honest. Because that's not how I pictured my first day of, like, seventh grade going. Because I was really excited. And online school was definitely not a cup of tea for me. It was hard. And it definitely, like, affected the way I worked because just doing it, I just couldn't do it. So I ended up having to go back in person once we started doing in-person school again. Mm -hmm. And it helped me a lot more. And I really enjoyed it way more. And then finished the year, and here we are. I can totally relate to you, Meadow. Amorani, how was quarantine and COVID for you? Um, so we're all starting off with school. So uh, school was pretty much – well, I didn't know what to do for, like, when it, COVID really came out, it, nothing was really planned. So, like, people weren't showing up. People didn't have devices or anything. And then um, this year, I guess, uh, it got a little better. And then, but, like, it was still kind of the same. Mm -hmm. um, when we first learned about COVID, um, my parents, um, they were just like, okay. And then we just stayed home. Uh but now that it's been like almost like a, a year and a half, I guess. Wow. It just feels normal now. Yeah. <laughs> Things are kind of returning to normal. Like using a mask feels normal. I feel like if I've been using it all my life. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you get like the breathing part of it, the aspect of that, like out of the way, it's just kind of something on your face that you don't even notice is there sometimes. When I go to school and they're like, oh my gosh, where's my mask? I, it, it's just like, it's a part of my body now. <laughs> Honestly, it really was. How was like family during quarantine, Amirani? Um... Well, everyone was on devices the whole time. There wasn't like really much social going on. It was just everyone in the room just quiet. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, oh, when we had the puppies, it was... Ooh, puppies? Oh, right. Well, we couldn't get them a lot of supplies. So, so we just, like, we had to have them, like, in the houses. We couldn't go to a bed or anything. Mm -hmm. um, That's sad. But it was quick. It didn't. It was. It didn't put, like, a whole operation system. We just, like, we had the babies. That's it. <laughs> What about you, Paula? How was your family in quarantine life? Um, it was like okay, you know, we're just gonna follow all the all everything we have to do uh, to stay safe. We don't want to spread anything. It was it was okay. I mean, for my birthday, we just went and buy me a present. Oh yeah, because your birthday's in July. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I get fireworks. Quarantine I mean, baby. Yes. <laughs> sadly. Um. I'm actually sad about that, but who cares? Um, I mean, luckily I'm gonna be 12, and then 
Yeah. You'll so. get to celebrate. I get to celebrate Yay! on the third. And then I get fireworks on the night. Woo! Oh, yeah, that, like, a, that's a great thing. It's yes. Birthday's right before 4th of July, so you yeah. get, like, boom, big work show. Like, boom, 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 for the blind girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, do you want to discuss social media? Yes. And the impact that has had on your life? Social media, boy. Well, I do not use social media. I only upload um, YouTube videos to my YouTube channel. And um, I, I upload kid-friendly videos, of course. <laughs> Duh! Um, <laughs> and then social media means to me, like, a high risk of people hurting you and harming you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, from Facebook, uh, you can, like, get a bunch of fake followers. And, like, and like it, it, it's just sad because, like, um, if you edit your photos and your videos really good, it makes you seem seem like another person. Mm. And then if people get to meet you from Facebook, from your Facebook followers, and then they're not, and then they're not, and then they're looking for that person, but you're not that person. It just makes them and you feel upset. So I just don't like, I don't like social media. Yeah, I don't use social media. Like whatsoever, I don't have like a YouTube. Like I don't use that. My brother uses Instagram, and like my dad uses all that kind of stuff. Like Instagram, <laughs> or, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, you know. But like I don't. I like scrolling through TikTok, but I use Safari to do that. So like they can't like track me or like oh, yeah. I don't need to give you a password or username. I just scroll and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at with social media. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ever since, like, school, um, they would teach us, like, don't do this event. Yeah, so, prevent it. You know. Like, every year, they'd be, like, um... A social media class. Yeah, <laughs> basically like that. And, well, I get a lot of friend requests from random people. I have no idea who they are, so I just ignore them. Mm-hmm. I only, like, friend people who I know. I think that's a good rule. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. That's kind of what I do with my social media. If I don't know people in real life, I do not interact with them online. Thank Thank you for listening to the podcast of our lives by FBC Kids. Good job. (laughs) Bloopers. Because they could be some creepers away. They could. (laughs) Like these dating apps, like Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> um, luckily, we're too young to have these dating yeah, apps. I so. nobody, nobody should have dating apps in this room. Identities. Our identities. Ready? Oh wait. Um, College. <laughs> oh yeah, you would be fifteen. You but, would be fifteen in five years. Her voice is pretty fun. I mean, pretty like not fun. So hot. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> So, Paula. So, Miss Clara, how are you supposed to answer? What am I gonna supposed to say? You're supposed to answer the question. <laughs> am I supposed to say what? <laughs> no, we were perfect. Okay, one, two. Oh. <laughs> so, Miss Clara, how did COVID have. Hi, I was here. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs>